And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. And as a youngster growing up, I watched a lot of TV. <laughs> My parents would plop me down right in front of the black and white TV. And I would watch Captain Kangaroo. That was big. Mr. Rogers was big for me. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing. Okay. Mr. Rogers. But one Kangaroo. of the most influential programs for me was Mutual uh, of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Remember I that? love With that show. Yes, Marlon Sunday. Yep. Yes. Sunday, I think Sunday it was like at like six, and, six. Yes, right after Disney. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> I always, We're all excited, Hal. Well, of That's course we are. I always wanted to, to be a host on that show or something like that. Travel the world and see all these animals. And unfortunately, um, my aptitude just didn't uh, provide me the, the wherewithal to have that kind of job. But Peter Gross, he is co-host of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, which is now, a, I believe, a web series. And he joins us. How are you doing? I am well. Nice to talk to you. Set the scene. Where are you? Are there animals all around you right now? Uh, French bulldog sitting behind me right now, but that's about <laughs> as wild as it gets. <laughs> we'll take it. Well, you have okay. you have a great job to be able to visit with all these different animals, and I understand that there are some stories that you want to share with us. The one that really intrigued me that I heard about was this 12-foot python that you ended up chasing through a Manhattan hotel, and i got to figure out, what what is the story behind that? Well, actually, uh, it was a, a python that I had in my room at the Waldorf that we were going to be on the... Uh, back then, it was a, the Regis and Kathy Lee show. And um, when they're that large, sometimes when they're about to shed, uh, their eyes turn blue, and they really can't see that much because they're going to shed all their skin off. So I put him in a nice, lukewarm bathtub of water where it would accelerate the shedding, and he'd be very comfortable. Sure. And I couldn't leave the room, so I ordered some room service. And um, I was kind of busy on the phone and opened the door, and it came, and I just, just set it on the bed, and I signed it. And do you know how sometime the latch will sort of eke its way open on the door when it didn't latch perfectly? Sure. Uh-oh. Well, bet- bet- between the door and this poor young gentleman who had brought my food up was this python laying there looking at him, who would come out of the tub and kind of gleaming and soaking wet. And he went out of there, hit the elevator down the hall, and within 10 minutes, I had a call saying, uh, Mr. Gross, this hotel does not allow pets. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. so it, it's, it's a bit now. It's, a, it's after midnight. Try to get a room in Manhattan with six animals that are going to be on a national television show. We're talking about wildlife conservation and education and want people to sort of connect with them, see them up close and become concerned about them. So the concierge was nice enough to shop around and find one that, quote, took pets. And it was a much older hotel, and I was happy to have any place to stay. And I must say, this place came with its own pets. It was a sleepless night. Oh, I, I would imagine. When you were a youngster, did you watch Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom and, and Marlon Perkins like I did? I like did. We, Growing did... up, that was that was the, the Sunday afternoon half-hour show that I was allowed to watch. And it was uh, it just amazed me that Marlon and Jim were out there in these countries uh, filming in these remote places, and I was sitting there watching it in my living room. And did you know at that time that you would be involved? I didn't. I, I didn't. I was involved with... Later on in life, after going to school, learning about animal husbandry and training, um, I had a lot to do with designing free-roaming animal displays, which was really what I enjoyed to do the most. We would turn the animals loose on islands and sort of cage the people in these uh, 30-person 
Colorado River rafts, which I always got a kick out of the animals roaming free watching the people go by in cages. (laughs) What would you say is the most harrowing experience you've had with an animal? Something that you didn't expect maybe went wrong? Well, um, it's usually not the animals that are a problem. It's usually the, the equipment. Um, okay. We were filming a grizzly bear show in Alaska from helicopter, and there are these large Sitka spruce trees that are so close together that the helicopter can't land. So they lower you down on a 100-foot rope, you put your foot in a loop, and you, you slide down. And just as I was stepping out on the skid, a gust of wind hit it and blew me off into a tree. Mm. And, and a, a branch went up and, and um, scratched me up a little bit. And they medevaced me into Fairbanks. And we had some few stitches in the right places alongside my nose. And um, that, was, that was quite an experience. <laughs> that it was. We are with Mutual of Omaha's Peter Gross. We're going to take a quick break. More harrowing experiences on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom is presented by Mutual of Omaha, the company that pays. It's Animal Radio, and we are with Peter Gross from Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, and we're talking about some of the precarious situations Peter's been put in. And now I want to know about the most harrowing experience you've had with an animal. Um, in, in terms of animals, I think the most exhilarating was we were rafting the Zambezi River uh, on the border of Zambia and Zimbabwe, and we capsized several times in these Class 5 waterfalls that they call Valley of the Giants, and one of the local guides turned to us and casually said, you need to get back in the boat much faster because those eddies over there are where the crocodiles lay and wait for their food to come by. (laughs) So so we were a lot more attentive to that. I got to think your life insurance premium is sky high. (laughs) (laughs) It was virtually impossible to get. I think they wanted to rate me the same as a crop duster. A crop duster. Wow. I, I would think even uh, more risky than yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. So what animals have you not seen that, that's on your bucket list? Well, I, I've been fortunate to travel to most of the continents. Uh, I, I have yet to spend, I'd like to spend more time in the Amazon Basin. I've gone down there a number of times and I've taken, actually took a group of seventh graders down. We took 39 seventh graders and did a cross-cultural exchange living with the Yagua Indians and Rivianos people in the rainforest. And we did the impossible. We came back with all 39 seventh graders. Oh, that's good. So so I'd like to spend more time there. Judy was saying that that's just dangerous taking the kids. Yeah, that's more dangerous than the animals. (laughs) It is indeed. If you're a parent of a a teenager or a teacher that's worked with seventh graders, you understand. Indeed it is. So what are you doing now? There's a web series. Are you involved with that? What's on the horizon for you? Mutual of Omaha is still running. Uh, You can get to the older shows on on the website, and then the web series is running. What I'm enjoying doing now is visiting universities and and performing arts centers and schools and seniors and science homes and corporate lectures, talking about my experiences throughout the world and the optimism that, that I've noticed with the progress we're making. Do you still travel and show animals? I do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be in North Carolina the day after tomorrow, and typically I will 
have someone come, a zoo, which will have zoomobile animals or a school lecture program group. And these are generally animals that have been rescued and had to be bottle-fed and become imprinted on people, and they sort of think of people as their parents, so they're very comfortable in this people environment, and they become wonderful ambassadors for their species. So it's 80 to 90 minutes of clips of filming in the wild, some of the bloopers, some of the things that happen to you when you're filming in the wild that you didn't anticipate, and then inviting young people up on the stage to meet a hissing cockroach or a legless lizard or a huge python or the world's largest owl, these hand-raised animals that are on stage, and they can see them up close and personal. And then we have a live camera feed to a huge screen so everybody really connects with wildlife. Is this a public event? Uh, yes, it is. And, and um, What city? It, it's going to be at Cape Fear, uh, at Cape Fear Community College, and it's there on their website. I would think if you just enter my name and pull it up North Carolina, it should pop right up. So if you're listening we'll in North Carolina, this would be a great time to meet Peter and see what he's up to. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Absolutely. I, I've always enjoyed meeting people after the show. I have to ask, you talk about bottle feeding, and I see whether you bottle fed a 500-pound Bengal tiger. What? And the, the tiger lived in your home for 21 years with you? Well, actually, no. When he when he was very young, when he had to be bottle red, he was a lar- part of a large litter, and the mother couldn't take care of them all. So after they got the necessary colostrum, then I bottle raised them when they were just up to a few months old. So, but we had a special room where they could become imprinted on me until they got strong and healthy, and then go back and be with other tigers. Did you say you have a bulldog now? Yes, little French bulldog. He's sitting in the back seat right now. We're on our way up to. Beautiful Clay Elm in the mountains, which is green and still full of snow and lush this time of year. That sounds wonderful. We we appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. I've enjoyed talking to both of you. Thank you so much. Take care. Uh, Peter Gross joining us. If you want to learn more about uh, Peter, you can head to our website at animalradio.pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.